Take a seed, you plant it, you grow it, you dry it, you roll it, you smoke it, and it goes down smooth. Hey! Spanning the continent to bring you the truth about cannabis and marijuana law reform. I smoke pot and I like it a lot. CannabisRadio.com presents The Russ Belleville Show The voice of the marijuana nation Hey, this is great, man Now, here's your host Radical Russ Belleville Good day, tokers and tokettes and non-toking lovers of liberty. It is Wednesday, May 11th, 2016, and it's got to be 420 somewhere in the world. Welcome back to Orlando, Florida. We are here at the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo. It's just wrapping up the three-day run, and it has been a huge and very successful event. We've got all sorts of great interviews from the event for you today on the show. Coming up at the end of the show, some activism news from Matt A. He's the attorney who's the executive director of Michigan Normal. Also here to tell us about MI Legalize, the campaign to legalize marijuana in Michigan that hasn't been getting as much attention as some of the other states, especially California. They are so close to being able to put this on the ballot and just need a couple hundred thousand dollars to get over the finish line. If you got the checkbook and can write that check, you could make a big difference in what will be one of the biggest markets for marijuana in the country. So stay tuned for that interview. We're also going to replay our interview with Neil Levine from LiveWell. He's formerly with Marijuana Policy Project, and he's here to tell us about this terrible amendment initiative that they're trying in Colorado to set a 16% THC limit on all marijuana products for the recreational side. Of course, that would completely wipe out the extracts and concentrates market, as well as severely decimate the flower market for the recreational side. And uh, Neil warns us if they succeed in Colorado, they're going to take this on the road and it could come to other states. So stay tuned for that very, very important interview coming up at the end of the show. Also on the show today, we got a chance to uh, meet with some of the entrepreneurs that have some great new products. One of my favorite new products that I saw was My Roll Rolling Papers, a waterproof rolling paper container. It's really cool. Check that out coming up in our Canada Business Chronicles. Also in the Chronicles today, we're going to talk a little bit about Integra Boost, which is a humidity controller for your marijuana stash. Very important to keep your marijuana stash at the right humidity. Also on the show, M. Hardeen Premium Cannabis. We spoke to them about their brand and we got a chance to speak with the folks from another great cannabis company here at the Expo, Mass Roots. They are just about to get on the NASDAQ for their social media platform for the cannabis community. Very excited about that. Just another degree of legitimacy for our industry. Also, we've got an interview with Gavita Professional Lighting out of Holland. Very interesting how they've transitioned from traditional horticultural indoor growing to uh, cannabis growing. And we talked a little bit with them about what changes they faced as they moved into this new market. But all of that, of course, comes right after our Cannabis Radio News. We have the latest marijuana reform headlines coming up for you. And a quick reminder that we'll have no show tomorrow, Thursday, because I will be flying literally all day. I'll be on planes for nine hours, about 11 and a half hours if you count all of the uh, layover times. I'm making my way from Orlando, Florida 
to Anchorage, Alaska. I guess because the Miami to Fairbanks flight uh, wasn't available. Uh, Just about the longest flight you can take in the United States. Uh, Making my way to the Northwest Cannabis Classic that'll be held at the Dedina Center this weekend. So uh, I am emceeing the event, as a matter of fact. So if you can make it there in Anchorage, I would love to meet you. We'll check that out. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, the Cannabis Radio News is next. Stick around. This is the Russ Belleville Show on CannabisRadio.com. Previously on the Stoner Jesus Show. We do have John McAfee. He's running for the Libertarian Party nomination for president. What makes uh, someone like you want to take the reins of this? We are so far behind this frightening and in a cyber war. We can't hack into the Chinese. Back in 1979, they started building cyber defense systems. We didn't even think about it until 20 years ago. I've seen no candidates and certainly no one within government capable of dealing with this issue. The Stoner Jesus Show, live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Or find the Stoner Jesus Show podcast on demand at CannabisRadio.com and StonerJesus.net. Peace, bitches! Next to THC and CBD, you can now add CBR to your cannabis vernacular. CBR as in CannabisRadio.com. Normal stands for responsible adult cannabis use. If cannabis use is causing problems in your life, consider taking a break or seeking medical assistance. Consider ceasing cannabis use if you have a family history of mental illness. Don't drive or operate heavy machinery while impaired by cannabis use. Cannabis use is not without risks, even though the risks may be far less than those posed by legal drugs. Coming soon to a city near you, Cannabis Finance Boot Camp. Get all your cannabis accounting, legal, and compliance questions answered by their knowledgeable panel of industry experts who want to help your cannabis business boom. Whether you're a grower, dispensary operator, or a newcomer to the field, your cannabis needs Cannabis Finance Boot Camp. For information on upcoming events, visit CannabisFinanceBootCamp.com. Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, more flavor. It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, May 11th, 2016. 
Denver, Colorado. A new report released in March by the Colorado Department of Public Safety says black and Latino teens are being arrested for marijuana at disproportionately higher rates than their white counterparts. The report found a huge gap in numbers in relation to how adolescents aged 10 to 17 were being arrested which apparently was contingent upon their race. While there was an 8% decrease in arrest of white kids for marijuana from 2012 to 2014, black juvenile arrests shot up by 58%, and Latino arrests followed that increase by 29%. In 2012, Colorado's constituents passed an initiative that legalized recreational marijuana for those who are 21 and over. The year was used in the report to mark state's pre-legalization era. The first full year that weed was legalized for leisure and on the market was 2014. In total, between 2012 and 2014, Colorado elementary and high schools had a 34% increase in arrest. Most of these arrests were for possession of the substance done by school resource officers. The repercussions for these arrests do not include jail time, but minors are made to pay a fine to get the charge removed from their records, plus pay for a drug education class. Miami, Florida. Miami-Dade County voters want to legalize medical marijuana, according to a new local poll, but perhaps not by high enough numbers to score passage of a proposed Florida constitutional amendment come November. Voters favor allowing physicians to recommend pot for medicinal purposes by 61 to 36 percent, with only 3 percent undecided, the poll by Ben Dixon and Amandi International found. That's enough of a supermajority to clear the state's 60 percent amendment threshold, but just barely. The narrow margin might worry proponents of the ballot measure, said Coral Gables pollster Fernand Amandi, who conducted the survey for the Miami Herald. However, a new Quinnipiac poll that has been released statewide shows that more than 80% say they will support an amendment on the November ballot to allow marijuana for medical reasons. Only 16% said they oppose the issue. Des Moines, Iowa. The Iowa Court of Appeals has shot down an activist's attempt to reclassify marijuana in the state. The court says in a ruling Wednesday that the Iowa Board of Pharmacy had proper authority to deny Carl Olson's request in 2013 to reclassify marijuana as a controlled substance that has medical use. Olson, a self-described activist for marijuana use, says the ruling adds legal clarification to the issue. He is focusing on a separate legal challenge against the pharmacy board that seeks to address the classification issue. That case is pending in district court. Messages left for the board were not immediately returned Wednesday. The appeals decision comes after the Iowa legislature failed this session to agree on how to update the state's medical marijuana law. Denver, Colorado. In only two years since full-on legalization, Denver's marijuana industry has surpassed $1 billion in sales. The Post finds that 10 people control 20% of all marijuana businesses in Denver. The rest of the market, just over 80%, is controlled by 641 business owners. When it comes to employment, the top five biggest cannabis entrepreneurs, Peter Noble, Joshua Ginsberg, Rhett Jordan, John Lord, and John Fritzel, employ about 2,000 people, the Post reports, which welcomes them into the top 12 biggest private employers in Denver. Providence, Rhode Island. Marijuana discussions continued Tuesday in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Several pieces of legislation were to be discussed, ranging from regulation and taxation to law enforcement. State Senator Joshua Miller, a Democrat of Cranston, is leading the charge for legalization, saying, quote, you avoid criminal activity through legalization, end quote. 
Miller acknowledges, however, that there is a lot of front-end work to be done before legalization statewide. One topic for consideration is driving under the influence of marijuana. However, Dave Raposa of AAA Northeast says, quote, We feel right now just straight legal limits do not reflect whether or not somebody has dangerous levels of THC in their system. End quote. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, May 11th, 2016. I'm Russ Belville. It's time to Hemp Resent with Anadina Stanger. I say to you with all the fervor of my soul that God intended men to be free. Rebellion against tyranny is a righteous cause. And I believe that with every ounce of my soul, we are fighting a righteous cause because people need nature. Marijuana! Hemp Resents, only on Cannabis Radio. Sweet Sativa! You're not high. You're listening to the Russ Belleville Show on CannabisRadio.com. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. Okay. Maybe you're high, too. Hey, this is Willie Nelson. Or Norman. And I smoke pot, and I like it a lot. I learned a long time ago that marijuana is a lot safer than alcohol. There's nothing wrong with the responsible use of marijuana by adults. It's time we stopped arresting and started respecting those who smoke marijuana responsibly. To learn what you can do to help, contact Normal at NORML.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL. New beginner guitars and banjos are often constructed much better than ones built before your time. Why struggle? Get a new instrument or fix the old one. Trusted professionals at the Fingerboard Extension will evaluate your instrument for free. Repairs are priced for people who work for a living. Stop by the Fingerboard Extension downtown Corvallis at 120 Northwest 2nd Street today or check out its inventory on the web at fingerboardextension.com. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. We were all stupid enough to enlist in the Army. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us, something very, very wrong with us, something seriously wrong with us. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. We're 10 and 1. The world of cannabis is evolving at a frenetic pace. The Russ Belleville Show gets behind the headlines to take a deeper look at breaking news in our Cannabis Focus. Welcome back, everyone. Radical Russ here on the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo at the Gaylord Palms in Orlando. We are here with the folks from Gavita Professional Lighting, and I'm speaking with Jair Veleman from Gavita. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Fantastic. you got a great setup here, a big old booth with truss and lighting, and 
obviously you're a lighting company, but tell us a little bit about your company. Well, we're a Dutch lighting company. We're actually uh, uh, 40 years old. We're the oldest horticultural lighting company in the world. And uh, we try to make a quality product. Uh, we help the biggest growers. We help the growers all around the world. Uh, we do setups from one light to 40,000 lights in a, in a greenhouses or indoor grow rooms. Wow. So uh, grows of any size sounds like you can tackle. Yes, we, we do. So uh, coming from uh, Holland, this has been uh, uh, something, you know, we think of tulips, for example, or a lot of flower, you know, like the flower capital of Europe. Is that where this comes from? Well, yes, uh, that's uh, definitely where this uh, company is derived from. We uh, have uh, people growing uh, bell peppers, uh, tomatoes, uh, uh, tulips. I mean, there's all kinds of... But like six years ago, we started looking at uh, uh, at the cannabis market as it developed. And, uh, well, we're now on one of the biggest conventions in the world uh, on uh, on cannabis farming. And it's uh, really interesting. And uh, it's, uh, it's nice to see, uh, well, I think we can call this the green rush. Yes. Um, um, so... Uh, uh, it's nice to see what's going on, and it's, uh, it's a new market development, and uh, um, uh, Gavita is uh, trying to be uh, a front-runner in new technology, and uh, uh, we try to help the grower get the biggest yields. What sort of uh, changes or adaptations did you have to make to adjust to the cannabis market as compared to green peppers or tomatoes? Uh, well, we, we did some changes in our technology as a lot of uh, growers didn't have, uh, uh, didn't understand climate control in their rooms. Uh, we actually made sure that we have an automatic dimming system that on the moment that the room gets too hot, the lamps will dim automatically. That's something you don't see in really big greenhouses because they mostly have everything under control. Control, so they never had to dim. So yeah, we we took our professional technologies and actually changed it um, um, to make sure it's adapted to cannabis growers out there. Has there been any uh, difficulties in in getting into this market as far as regulations or, or red tape in any way? Oh, um, in the end, I'm just selling lights. Yeah. So really nothing. Yeah, you can. I mean, I mean. Um, uh, you can grow any plant under our lights. So, so in the end, I'm just selling lights. I'm, I'm, I'm not selling produce. So for me, it doesn't matter if I sell a light to uh, a cannabis grower or I sell a light to a tomato grower or sell a light to a flower grower. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's such, a, it's such a change. You know, even 10 years ago, there were sting operations where here in America they'd bust grow shops that were selling lights if they could operation green merchants i'm i'm aware of that i remember uh the first time i came to check this market out was about 10 years ago was in 2007 and that was a different world than it is today and so those changes are what helped propel gavita into wanting to get into this market uh, you have to understand we just we didn't enter this market just like everybody like a couple of years ago we were actually front runners and already putting commercial lighting out while this industry didn't get commercial. So by the time it all happened and everybody woke up, we were actually already there. That that made us market leader in the industry. I mean, this was an industry we believed in before this big green rush already happened. Perfectly positioned for it, it sounds. Yes, thank you. That's true. Fantastic. All right, so if people want to learn more about Gavita Professional Lighting, uh, give them some contact or web information to look you up. Okay, the web information is uh, www.gavita-holland.com. And uh, take a look. We got uh, uh, new technologies where we make sure uh, we make a quality product. 
We, we do our own production in Holland. We don't have a Chinese product. Uh, uh, we make sure that uh, you don't have a lot of failure rates. We, we want to make sure we get the best quality for the grower so the grower can both grow the best quality produce. Excellent. Check out gavita-holland.com. That's G-A-V-I-T-A, gavita-holland.com. And Jair, thanks for speaking to us. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Yes, and I'd have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for these blasted kids and their dog. educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. Author Catherine Hiller and her great new book, Just Say Yes, Marijuana Memoir. So I love the way you use time in the memoir. I started at the present time and I described a visit to my dealer. And then I would go backward in time so that every chapter starts a little bit earlier. I do not feel that marijuana has in any way harmed my life. It certainly hasn't led me to the streets. It's led me to a more joyful life experience. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com. This is Cannabis Facts from Robert Platshorn's TheSilverTour.org. Supported by our donors and Hemp Inc., poised to lead America's hemp revolution at HempInc.com. In 1937, the second most prescribed medicine, marijuana, was banned. It wasn't about marijuana. The paper, oil, and chemical industries lobbied to end hemp farming. No longer labor-intensive, an acre of hemp produced more quality paper than four acres of trees. Plastics and fibers could be produced from a plant. Hemp can even produce ten times the energy of today's ethanol. As marijuana prohibition ends, many states now allow farmers to again grow hemp. This was Cannabis Facts from the Silvertour.org, an educational nonprofit supported by our donors and Hemp Inc., a public company poised to process America's hemp crop at hempinc.com. When you are starting up a medical cannabis business, you want a fired-up lawyer who understands the needs of cannabis consumers. The law office of Lauren Vasquez is your fired-up lawyer for the cannabis industry. Visit her website, fireduplawyer.com, or call 1-855-MMJ-LAWS for more information. That's 855-665-5297 for Lauren Vasquez, your fired-up lawyer, or email fireduplawyer at gmail.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com.
Promoting the end of adult cannabis prohibition is easy because we have facts, science, reason, compassion, evidence, truth, and logic on our side. It's even easier when researchers catalog it all for us. Learn how to gather the facts on marijuana use, arrests, seizures, rehabs, drug tests, and more on this edition of Drug War Data Mining. Welcome back, everybody. Radical Russ here on the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo. It's day three here for me, day two for the actual expo. And we're here at the desk for Mass Roots. Howdy. How's it going today? Tell folks your name and a little bit about Mass Roots. Most of it. My name is uh, Dustin Carter. I uh, work for Mass Roots out of uh, Denver, Colorado. We are essentially the largest cannabis social media company uh, in the world as of right now. Uh, a little over 775,000 users on the platform, uh, 10,000 businesses also posting. It's a way to really experience and share you know, everything you want to do in cannabis itself. Uh, you want to find smoking buddies, meet with people, see how, uh, what strains are working for other people, and sharing the images to go along with it. It's a great concept. This has uh, become pretty important for the cannabis community as I've recognized that uh, Instagram and Facebook have been shutting down yeah. a lot of yeah. those types of accounts. Yeah, it's been, it's been a really big thing. Uh, I think the biggest one recently everyone kind of knows about is Dixie Elixirs, of course, lost their account. And they were somewhere in the 60,000 range. And, you know, we're very close with uh, Trip Kieber and Dixie as well. So it was really exciting for him to really come over and really start, you know, endorsing Mass Roots, using us a lot more. And also understanding and kind of letting people know, hey, Facebook and Instagram doesn't want you, but Mass Roots does. Yeah, we're just going to build it ourselves, folks. We we don't need we don't need them. Uh, one of the concerns people have, since we're talking about you know something that's still federally illegal in a lot of places, is whether or not they can get online with this in a non-legalization or non-medical state. Yeah, actually, everything's uh, actually geofenced for what it is right now. So on iOS, when we were kicked out of Apple, we made a uh, an agreement with Tim Cook to. For every state that has at least medical marijuana, you can download that through the iOS app. If you have a Google Play or even online on the web, you are perfectly fine. You can download it. There's no issues right there. But if you're iOS, it is only de- dedicated to the states that are the 25 states that have at least medical marijuana. So we do stay within all the lines where everyone has to be with cannabis. So yet another reason why I picked Android. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> so a, lot of, a lot of us at the office were huge Android fans. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so uh, another consideration, since we're dealing with something that's federally legal, is people might worry about the security and whether or not you know law enforcement. You know, we've heard all sorts of stories about how they hack into places and try to swipe people's iPhone codes. How well protected is the Mass Roots data? Our, our backend system is actually very well protected. I mean, we have a, a 36-person team back in Denver, but over 22 of them are dedicated to just back into work security, making sure everything's secure in general. When you do sign up for the app, you only are requested for an email address, your username for the app, and a password. So we don't have a lot of private information that is going to be given away to anyone there, and everything is very secure. We have not had an issue, nor do we foresee an issue with having that coming up in the future. And people's email and account, that stays with Massroots? Do you uh, share it with any other entities or marketing? No, never, never. That is with us. That's our own thing. That's just for us to be able to send people an e-blast if they want to opt into our e-blast list. That's all it is right there. So it's all between us. All right, so how do people get involved? People get involved uh, several ways. Just download the app, go to your uh, Google Play Store, go to the iOS, download it, check it out, uh, have a great time with it, and just enjoy whatever you want to do with cannabis and Mass Roots. All right, check out Mass Roots, everybody. I'm Radical Russ on Mass Roots, so uh, we can chat there as well. Thanks so much, Dustin, for talking to us. Uh, Of course, Russ. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure having you. Welcome back, everyone. Radical Russ here on the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo at the booth for M. Hardeen Premium Cannabis. And we're here with Paul. Hello, Paul. How we doing? 
doing fantastic. You've got a great display here, a lot of beautiful cannabis plants on your uh, background walls. Tell us what M. Hardeen is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are a uh, cultivation management company. So basically for license holders uh, with cultivation licenses, we come in and actually staff and manage the grows um, with us. So take a lot of the headaches from HR and staffing and things like that out of the equation and basically increase efficiencies by increasing yields and decreasing the overall cost. Wow, that sounds like a, a turnkey solution for some of these uh, uh, new businesses out there. You got it, absolutely. So uh, if they're already existing and uh, producing or if they're kind of in the pre-licensure state, um, such as where we are in Florida, Pennsylvania, things like those, we're able to assist um, in that process as well, um, as well as the facility design and things like that. And so you uh, employ uh, master growers. Are there... Uh, um uh, sort of standards or curriculum they have to know to be able to work with uh, your company? Um, to a degree, yeah. We uh, have uh, right around 300 employees right now, um, and a lot of them are horticulturists. Um, so have a strong background in uh, whether science or standard agriculture and things like those. Um, a lot of our stuff also is based off of uh, SOPs, the standard operating procedures that uh, is uh, kind of what we do. So a lot of it is more of are they teachable, trainable, able to show up to work on time and things like those um, versus the actual master grower, um, that sort of aspect. So kind of what we do is a lot of large-scale agriculture. And are you currently involved in a lot of the states that are uh, legal and medical? Uh, we are, yes. We have clients in eight different states um, with those fully operational, the majority in uh, uh, Colorado as well as Nevada. Um, and one of our clients recently was awarded a license in Hawaii, so we'll be out there shortly. Um, and also have clients then in uh, Vermont, Florida, Maryland, Massachusetts, and Pennsylvania. Is there a range of grow sizes that you work with? Is, is there any grow that's too small or too big? Uh, definitely not. Um, a lot of our stuff is scalable and replicable. Um, so our smallest grow in Colorado is about 900 square feet, all the way up to you know acres of greenhouse and 100,000 square feet for indoor growing and things like that. So, How about uh, the different techniques of growing? They're indoor, outdoor, and greenhouse. Are you covering all three? Uh, yes. As far as the, uh, the outdoor, do not have any. Um, just a lot of the places where we are in the city and county of Denver, and same with Las Vegas and Clark County, they don't allow greenhouses or outdoor, or a lot of them also are just greenhouses. So the majority are uh, kind of retrofit warehouses um, and starting to get into the greenhouses, especially as some of these new states come along and are, are loosening up a little bit of the regulations and things like those, just because greenhouses definitely are a little bit more efficient um, than operating in the indoor facilities. If there's a company out there that wants to utilize your services or there are growers out there who'd like to work for you, how can they get in touch? Yeah, absolutely. Best way is to check out our website, um, which is mhardin.com, um, M-J-A-R-D-I-N. Um, that has a little bit about our services, uh, definitely some contact information, and go from there because every company is very unique, and each state is very unique as well with kind of their regulations and license, uh, license restrictions or anything along those lines. So uh, we try to do as much kind of cookie cutter as we can on the cultivation side, but each, each company specifically is very unique, so kind of engage with those on a case-by-case uh, -case basis. Company's M. Hardeen. It's M-J-A-R-D-I-N. We got a soft J there. Uh, Mhardeen.com. Check them out. Paul, thanks for telling us all about it. No problem. Thank you. This is the Russ Belleville Show on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. I'm your host, Dr. Dina. We've got David Faustino on the line, Bud Bundy from Married with Children. Did you feel nervous being a celebrity walking into a weed store? I don't remember at all being like, ooh, I'm scared to take my picture here. What are they going to say? Bud Bundy smokes Bud? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a big shocker. Hey, this is David Faustino, and I'm on Cannabis Confidential with my girl, Dr. Dina, on CannabisRadio.com.
Warning. Hits taken on this show are larger than they appear. Do not try this at home. These people are professionals. Or at least they pay me to say that. A public service message from CannabisRadio.com and the Russ Belleville Show. Hey everybody, it's Radical Russ here from 420 Radio inviting you to be like me and get your ink done at Lucky Horseshoe Tattoo, Fort Worth's most female-friendly, clean, sterile, awesome tattoo shop. Thomas and his crew are true artists who can design you a custom piece or use a design you bring in. Lucky Horseshoe Tattoo also offers all styles of tattooing as well as piercings and all-around fun. In the DFW area, stop by Lucky Horseshoe Tattoo and tell them Radical Russ sent you. Trust me, it'll feel awesome. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. said that when there's a gold rush, it's a good time to be in the pick and shovel business. Today, we look at the rapidly evolving markets in the marijuana green rush in our Canna Business Chronicles. Hi, everyone. Radical Russ here on the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo in Orlando. At the desk for my role, Rolling Paper, and Maria Elena... Hi, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I hope I got that name correct. Yes, you did. Very well. <laughs> wow, lucky me. So this is really interesting. You're holding this little, it looks like almost like a like a tube of lip balm maybe. Tell us what this is. It looks like a chapstick, but it's not. Exactly. We have a unique dispensing system in rolling paper. It's a plastic container sealed with ultrasound, so it doesn't have any contaminants to the paper. Holds 14 feet inside of paper. So you just open it, you get the paper, you pull it out to the size that you want, you close it, and you rip it. It's all 100% hemp paper with natural glue. It's acacia gum, chlorine-free. And the most important thing is that the container is water-resistant. You can take it anywhere, put it in your back pocket. It won't get damaged. The paper stays intact. I know that uh, I'll have, say, for example, a a pack of zigzags in my wallet, Uh and they start to stick together. Exactly. This won't. It won't happen. All the paper is inside. Even if you open this container, it'll never get ruined. Wow, that's amazing. And you've got them in, uh, looks like orange. We have it in two different sizes, two different widths. It's an inch and a half and two inches and five different colors. Your color, your style, your mood. No flavor. The paper has no flavor. That's amazing. So where can people find this? Right now we're based in Miami, but we're also in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, we have it in several stores in Miami and Key West. Fantastic. It's My Roll, M-Y-R-O-L-L. Is there a website? Yes. It's myroll.us. Myroll.us. Check it out, everybody. Looks looks really cool. Thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much. Welcome back, everyone. Russ Belvel here on the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo in Orlando. 
We're here with Vaughn Fitzgerald. He's the National Sales Director for Integra. And tell us about Integra. Integra Boost is a new humidity pack that basically regulates humidity within an enclosed space. So we will release moisture or absorb moisture to a preset relative humidity. In this case for cannabis, it'll be 55 or 62%. Um, We have been 4 gram, 8 gram, and a 67 gram. So it's volume of container versus volume of product versus the dead air space on what size of our product do you use. But the wonderful thing about the product is that if you take your product, put it inside a jar, sealed container, drop my packet in, uh, each packet comes with a single dot indicating card, and seal it, you literally could go years and reopen that same package, and the product would be exactly the same. So the CBDs, the THCs, the color, the aroma, most importantly, the weight of the product, all of this type of uh, material is sold by weight, so it's huge for growers and dispensaries. And in the past, there have been some other products out there, but they use a salt and water combination, and that tends to leave a salt smell within the product. And in this industry, no one buys product without putting their nose in a jar and taking a smell first. That's just, I don't know if it's tradition or people really are that great of a connoisseur. (laughs) But in our product, we use a clear gel, which has no smell whatsoever. And because we're FDA approved and we're also using the pharmaceutical business, we can't take anything and add to a product and we can't take anything away to get of our certifications. So what our product does is simply balance relative humidity without affecting that product in any way, shape, or form. So as unsexy as that sounds, when you're a grower in a dispensary, it becomes really sexy because what happens is if you're selling by weight, Uh, a lot of the weight is actually the moisture in the plant. It also affects the aroma and the smokability of the plant. So if the plant becomes too dry and the receptors on the plant are still open, you can add one of our packs in a sealed contained area. I'll use a ball jar as an example, but you put the dried out cannabis in there, drop our pack, and then we'll actually revitalize the the cannabis. So the smokability, the flavor, everything gets re-enhanced. Now, we're obviously, you know, can't perform miracles. If the plant's dead, it's time to bury it. But if it's gotten to that point where it's quick burning, the aroma, things like that, all that's controlled by moisture. And that's what we do as a company. And and we're doing it very, very well. Our product's been well-received. I think we're in every hydroponic store in the United States, and we just blasted into Canada, and we're going over to Spain now. Um, Our sales have been incredible. The reaction from this show has been very, very good. So we're being well-received within this industry. So why 55% or 62% and what's going to make me choose one or the other? Well, 62% has been out. We have a competitor in this field that's been in this field for years, and they do a good job at what they do. But they use a salt and water technology, and, and like I said, the downside is, one, it's corrosive. So if you, if you just took a packet and you took it home and you popped it on top of an old paint can and squeezed them out on one side and us out on the other, in about 21 days, that product actually eats right through a metal paint can. Well, you don't want that around cannons, and you could never get an FDA approval for food if you have salt in the product. So I kind of liken it, and it's probably a bad analogy, but an 8-track tape played music and a download plays music, and I don't see anybody using 8-track tapes anymore. So we are not only less expensive, but we also come individually wrapped. And then the one unique thing about our product is every product in the individual overwrap package comes with an indicating card, and you can see the one I'm showing you here on the recording. 
is uh, 55%, but it shows at a violet, and 62% shows as a light pink, as you can see. Yeah. These are exactly the same indicating cards. All they're reading is the percent of relative humidity. So like a thermometer would go up and down, these will go up and down with the humidity. So they, people will say, well, how long does the product last? Well, it depends on how many times you in, in and out of your jar because you're letting outside atmosphere. And so you may get in and out of it one time. That young lady may get in and out of it twice a day. I'm the party animal. I'm in and out of there 10 times a day. So obviously my usage rate will be longer. But we, we really thought it was important that our customers knew that they went at what point did they drop below the preset relative humidity because that's optimal. So getting back to the Y55 or 62, our competition has had 62 in the marketplace for eight years. Well, instead of swimming uphill, we made a 62%, but most of our professional growers are using 55, and they're finding that that is the absolute perfect percent for cannabis as far as maintaining flavor, aroma, and, and the burnability of the plant or the smokeability. I'm so glad that you're uh, in this business and helping us to keep our, our cannabis quality uh, up there where it should be. Uh, so much of uh, what we learned about cannabis from the old days was, you know, these potency readings from stuff that had been sitting in a locker, you know, for 10 years. And now they say, oh, the potency's gone up. No, the storage has gotten better. <laughs> exactly. And it, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could believe anything back then. I mean, we've heard everything from slice of bread, orange peels to keep the moisture. And I'm telling everybody, eat your food, use our packets, and we're going to keep your cannabis absolutely fresh. All right. For customers and for businesses out there that want to get some of your Integra products, can you give them some uh, websites or contact information? Yeah, I'll be glad to. They can go to IntegraBoost.com, I-N-T-E-G-R-A-B-O-O-S-T.com. And uh, that website will direct you to several of our corporate websites. We are the guys that the little white package you find in beef jerky, shoes, electronics worldwide, that's what we do so well. And this is probably way over-engineered for the cannabis and tobacco business because this is food grade. Literally, we could put this into baked goods. Our product can lay against uh, cannabis without any type of transfer product back and forth. Um, a lot of what you've seen in the past used for this type of a product had to go into a top clip. There's a company called Seavault that makes a great um, curing device. It's a stainless steel, but there's clips in the lid to hold the other product up away from the from the marijuana so they don't transfer smell. Ours you can put right down inside of it. You can put this in, believe it or not, with baked goods. Um, as a quick example, brownies, you can put them in a this plastic Ziploc bag, they're great for a couple of days, but then they get really slimy in there. Well, I travel a lot. I'm hardly ever at home, and I like brownies. Yeah. So I'll take a 55-pack, slide it in my Ziploc bag, and literally two months later, I can unzip that bag, reach in, pull it out, and it's like the day I baked it. So by controlling relative humidity, you really do affect almost anything that's food or plant life. And uh, that's what we specialize in. We're atmospheric packagers, and we do everything from silica to ethylene gas and oxygen. And our product just hit a perfect niche for the uh, cannabis world. And like you said, we're thrilled we're here. That sounds wonderful. So uh, the website is? Integraboost.com. And we're a, our parent company is Desicare or desicareinc.com. And you can find us on both websites. We're all, every social media, you can run us down. And we're available in every hydroponic shop in the United States and Canada right now. So we're easy to find. 
You'll find them Integra by Desicare. Uh, great two-way humidity control packets for your cannabis. Keep your cannabis fresh, folks. Check out IntegraBoost.com. Thank you so much, Vaughn. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for stopping by. This is the Russ Belleville Show on CannabisRadio.com. Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. I give you Jasmine Huff. Tell us a little bit about Jasmine. Give us the good news about how you've gotten to where you are today. Like all good children, I rejected my parents' values and, and ran off to become a capitalist in New York City and did a lot of work with an organization called Women 2.0. Looking at the cannabis industry, I said, you know what? Here we have a brand new industry. It's going to be a billion dollar industry. And the rules of who leads this industry and who funds this industry haven't been written yet. Good news. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We have your smoking section right here. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. The Russ Belville Show is proudly sponsored by the Marijuana Business Association. The MJBA, called by NBC News the Cannabis Chamber of Commerce, is the fastest-growing business association in the fastest-growing industry in America. I've been working with the MJBA for years, and I personally invite you to join the MJBA. MJBA also publishes the popular MJ Headline News on Facebook and the MJNewsNetwork.com and Marijuana Channel 1 on YouTube. Visit MJBA.net for more details. Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> More flavor. We must wage what I have called total war against public enemy number one. I support a change in law to end federal criminal penalties for possession of up to one ounce of marijuana. That marijuana, pot, grass, whatever you want to call it, is probably the most dangerous drug. Some think there won't be room for them in jail. We'll make them. I experimented with marijuana a time or two, and I didn't like it, and didn't inhale. One major responsibility is to encourage people to use less drugs. Entirely legitimate topic uh, for debate. Radical Rant. Hi, everyone. Radical Russ back here on the expo floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo. We're here with Micah Tapman from Canopy Boulder. Hi, Micah. Hi. How's it going? Going very well. Tell folks what Canopy Boulder is. Canopy is an investment fund and seed stage accelerator. Uh, we help businesses get started in the cannabis industry. Uh, we focus on ancillary products and services only, so no cultivation, extraction, or dispensaries. What are some of the uh, companies you've been working with? Well, some of the bigger companies that people may have heard of are BDS Analytics, which is a data analytics firm, business intelligence, and Tradev, which is a wholesale marketplace for licensed dispensaries, cultivators, extractors. So people who have developed their small business idea, they're looking to expand, they need some capital, that's where you guys come in. Exactly. 
Fantastic. So, uh, what is the process involved in that? How do they uh, how do they pitch you? Uh, what can they expect? Sure. So, first thing they should do is go on the website and do some research, and so to see who we are. Then they should go to the application, which is canopyboulder.com forward slash apply, and go through the application process. Uh, the most important part of the application process is building your team and getting all the team members into that application. Because uh, the ideas, ideas come and go. Uh, teams are more important. Mm, very wise. Uh, what is the website people need to know? Canopyboulder.com. Uh, so that's canopy. And Boulder is spelled B-O-U-L-D-E-R.com. All right, canopyboulder.com. Check that out. Get your business to the next level. Thanks so much for telling us about it, Micah. All right, thank you. Radical Russ here on the expo floor, and I've run to my good friend Neil Levine, longtime activist and member of the industry here, who's got some very interesting news we need to be made aware of. Welcome back to the show, first of all. Yeah, thanks, Russ. And uh, you're with uh, LiveWell, right? I'm with LiveWell and Light and Health, uh, based in Colorado. Okay. And you were telling me something about a 16% initiative that we need to be keeping our eyes on. What's going on? The bad guys uh, have proposed, and they passed the title board, a potency initiative, a constitutional amendment to Amendment 64 that would limit the sale of all content to no more than 16% THC, which will wipe out, pretty much wipe out the majority of the industry in Colorado. It is a backdoor to undo Amendment 64, and they've raised $5.5 million. And so they're looking at this election cycle? Yes. So it's already passed the title board. We're going into a Supreme Court challenge. They're going to probably start gathering signatures in a couple of weeks. Wow. So 16% uh, compared to what's for sale on the, in the uh, Colorado market right now is a very low number. Well, you, by definition, you can't make a concentrated form of something at 16%. Right. So all concentrates are out. Right. All wax is out. All shatter is out. How do you, as a business grow cannabis at 16% potency. So, you know, we got to redo all our genetics. And then what happens if you test at 16.2 versus 15.8? There's no way to do this as a, commercially as a business if this passes. It would only apply to the rec side, but you can bet, you, look, you've known these prohibitions longer than I have. You know for a fact that if they get this done on the rec side, a, they're going to bring it back on the med side within a year in Colorado, and B, they're going to export this to every other state within a year or two, because this is a, we can't take it on head-on anymore, So here, and they've packaged the initiative to sound like something safe. The first 80% of it is all about child packaging that we're already doing, so it's all child-resistant stuff, and then at the very end, and 16% potency. And the issue that they're going to point to, or they're already talking about, is kids going to ER and stuff like that. But we already have individual packaging at 10 milligram per dose, so this doesn't even address the problem. I'd say it's a, I'd say it's a solution in search of a problem, but it's a solution trying to cause a problem by prohibitionists who are being disingenuous about what they're trying to do. It reminds me a bit of the abortion rights issue where, you know, they couldn't attack Roe v. Wade directly, so they're going to limit how many clinics there are, what the operating hours are, and all these different backdoor ways of trying to uh, attack these rights. It's, it's, it's pretty nefarious. It's a lot of the same folks. Oh, a lot of the same folks, in fact. Okay. So uh, the 16% uh, initiative, uh, if this were to happen on the rec side, wouldn't that just lead a mass exodus to the medical side to get the more potent uh, uh, products? Uh, well, so it, it doesn't make sense on so many levels, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what it's going to do is it's going to drive people back into the criminal market. And, and again, solution in search of a problem. So the industry, you know, on the rec side, it passes in 12, right? 
we're going to see childhood youth spike. Hasn't happened. We're going to see all these crime spike. Didn't happen. We're going to see all this death on the highway spike. None of these things have happened. It's playing out. The criminal market is shrinking. This is not the time to try and gut the market and drive people back to the criminal market, have people blowing up their kitchens, trying to do extracts at home again. It is just such a bad idea. And then take a look at what's going on in Colorado. There's no availability of housing. There's no unemployment. We don't get credit for this as an industry, but that anybody who's even thinking about it in even, even the most rudimentary of ways, how can the industry not be responsible for this huge spike that's happened coincidentally since Amendment 64 has passed, yeah, right? I heard some 200,000 immigrees to Denver in the past two or three years. Yeah, so, I mean, so we're going to, what, we're going to gut the industry? I mean, it, none of this makes sense. And, there, and here's the thing, right? I'm so happy I get to say this because prohibitionists use this against me all the time. This time it actually happens to be true. They're trying to dupe the voters. They are trying to dupe the voters of Colorado to say, no, 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 this is just about the kids and it's all about safety and it's about gutting the industry. What a shame. All right. All you Colorado listeners out there, make sure to start getting in touch with your local representatives, uh, your local senators there, and let them know that this 16% uh, initiative is a terrible idea that will have a whole raft of unintended or perhaps intended consequences. Thank you, Neil, for telling us about it. Yeah, and uh, the campaign to oppose this is in the formation stages, so everybody should take A, keep a lookout for that to see how you can get involved in the campaign so we can fight this and beat this back, and then B, even if you're outside of Colorado, if this passes in Colorado, it's coming everywhere. Great warning. Thanks for telling us all about it, Neil. Thanks for tracking me down for this. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Russ. Welcome back, folks. We're here at the floor of the Marijuana Business Conference and Expo, and I've run to attorney extraordinaire Matthew Abel from Detroit, Michigan. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm well, Russ. How are you? I'm fantastic, and we need to talk a little bit about MI Legalize, one of the states here pushing for legalization in 2016. What's the latest update? We have uh, 300,000 rough signatures, and we've raised a million dollars. We have a filing deadline of June 1st. And if we make that, uh, we need 253,000 good signatures. So we're on the verge of accomplishing it, but um, only if we don't let up and we get some more contributions in the next week or two. So um, we're having a a rally in Lansing, Michigan on May 20th on the steps of the Capitol from 2 to 4 in the afternoon where we're asking everybody to bring all the petitions that have a few signatures on them that maybe aren't complete, but... Uh, fill them up if you can, but either way, turn them in and bring all the blank papers. We've circulated several million pages, we think, and uh, we want to uh, bring all those in and, uh, well, a couple hundred thousand patients, pages anyway. And to uh, we're going to redistribute the blank pages and uh, try to get a, a last push um, in the final week and get the signatures we need to put it on the ballot. If we do get MI legalized on the ballot, it will be the most liberal legalization proposal anywhere in the country. It will allow any city, township, village, or federally recognized Indian tribe the ability to either ban or license and regulate any size cultivation, processing, or retail. 6% sales tax plus our uh, 10% excise tax which would go 40% to transportation, 40% to education, and 20% to the local community hosting the retail operation. So there's an incentive for them to get involved. Absolutely. We think this is uh, something that will be a huge boost to the economy in Michigan. There's no residency requirements, so out-of-state companies could start up business immediately. The law would take effect March 1st, 2016. But the really the best feature... 
2017. Thank you, Russ. Uh, and I think the, the economic prospects are great, but to me, the most exciting prospect is, as a criminal defense lawyer, I am tired of having to represent people for consuming cannabis. And this bill, Am I Legalized, this initiative, would make any infraction only a civil violation, a civil infraction, so that growing too many plants, which now is a felony, wouldn't even be a misdemeanor. It wouldn't be a crime any longer. The only crimes left under MI Legalized would be driving under the influence or providing it to minors. And I think a big point of this, and you and I are activists in this for a reason, um, I know you're, you're getting rich off of this at all, Russ, sure. but um, <laughs> that was sarcasm, people. Um, and that we need to get this out of the criminal justice system. Once we can do that, we can free up the economy and create jobs and, and provide um, a clean environment like we need. Uh, but this, we're treating marijuana as a criminal justice issue when really it's a public health issue. And it's not really a problem for public health. It's more of a, a benefit for public health. The statistics have tended to show that communities that have medical cannabis and that have legalization are healthier in the long run. So please... Go on the web, go to www.milegalize.com and make a donation today. Yeah. Michigan thanks you. We're, yeah, we're looking at states that have lower suicide rates, uh, fewer opioid overdoses with access to cannabis. Uh, give us the rundown on the personal possession, cultivation, extracts, edibles, any of those sort of details on the consumer side. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the other nice features is that this would allow any adult 21 years of age or older to grow their own 12 plants and to keep any of the, uh, any of the product from those 12 plants and to give it away if they like. Um, and so uh, it protects individual growing, which uh, many states do not allow. Um, and it allows a township or a community to ban uh, retail and commercial operations if they want to, but um, then people just go to the next town over, and we think that um, as time goes on, the communities will see that it it will bring up the values of their real estate, it will create jobs and boost the local economy. We also um, support industrial hemp. We've defined industrial hemp as one less than 1% THC. Most other statutes define it as 0.3%. And so we don't think people should, nobody's going to smoke 1% THC, I don't think. And so uh, there's not much danger there. But um, and it would be tax exempt. So um, Henry Ford used to grow hemp for automobiles, and uh, so we'd like to grow hemp in Dearborn once again. Folks, get involved with MI Legalize. This is the Bernie Sanders campaign of marijuana legalization. The, the big heavy hitters, MPP, DPA, they're involved in some of these other states. But MI Legalize, I understand, is a completely grassroots organization. It is completely self-funded. We're lucky enough to have one angel donor from Ann Arbor who's given us a couple of hundred thousand dollars to match. And so at this point, uh, we have raised and spent nearly a million dollars. And uh, we just need a couple hundred thousand more to really put us on the map, put us on the ballot, and uh, we're pretty sure it'll pass given the opportunity. Michigan Normal, of which I'm the executive director, by the way, has um, run polls the last three years, and uh, 
favorability on legalization has gone from 57 to 6, I'm sorry, from 47% to 50% to 53%. So it seems to be moving at the rate of 3% per year. Our last poll was done just a few months ago. So my prediction is if we had, uh, if we get MI legalized on the ballot, when we get it on the ballot, I predict it'll pass with almost 60% of the vote in Michigan. I think uh, people lie to pollsters about 5% of the time. Uh, they're afraid the government's, uh, you know, taking names. Right, right. Like I always say, when you uh, get statistics on marijuana use during Prohibition, you have to factor in how many people don't want to admit to an anonymous pollster that they're breaking state and federal law. Exactly. Yeah. MILegalized.com, is that right? Right. Check out MILegalized.com and on Facebook, I assume, as well. Thank you, Radical Russ. Great being here on the Russ Billville Show on Cannabis Radio. Matt Abel here saying over and out. Support MILegalized.com. This is the Russ Belleville Show. The Russ Belleville Show is blogging and podcasting daily at RadicalRuss.com. You take a seed, you plant it, you grow it, you try it, you roll it, you smoke it. You take a seed, you plant it, you grow it, you try it, you roll it, you smoke it. You take a seed, you plant it, you grow it, you try it, you roll it, you smoke it, and it goes down smooth.